big news, guys. Uh, Jessa's on This Is Not Happening. Comedy Central's This Is Not Happening. Our very own Jessa Reed is on it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So you're on YouTube right now. Yeah, today. You're on YouTube today. We could find on the on the Comedy Central channel. Yeah, I don't want you to work. Don't. Oh, is that a good disclaimer? Yeah. I'm excited. I've heard a lot about this set, and I'm excited I'm to listen nervous. to it. Oh, my goodness. Hey, she is on uh, right now. She is on YouTube, and he is on several antidepressants. <laughs> it's Mormon and the meth head. If you put a Mormon and a meth head together, this is what they sound like. Aaron Woodall and Jessa Reed are friends. Listen to them talking to Mike. Mormon and the meth head. Mormon and the meth head. Mormon and the meth I... Started out very vanilla sexually, right? And then I jumped into this world post divorce and have moved along to the part where now I fully embrace my mother fetish. Absolutely. I had sex, so it all started when I had sex with a woman who was lactating. And uh, listen, if you're sucking, so here's the, so she thought it was weird. <laughs> She thought it was weird that I wanted to call her mommy, but I'm like, oh really? But I also knew that she was having sex with other dudes, and I'm like, if they're all thinking it, okay? Don't, I'm not. I'm just the first one to tell you this out loud because if you're sucking titty milk out of a woman and like and not calling, you're thinking about it. like that's you're thinking about it. Just do it, man. Call her mommy. Do it. You it's gonna told feel good. Me this story at uh, the festival, and I thought, that "Big Sky." Yeah, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Which is weird, given my. Uh, so I'm usually into like I hate corny. It can't be like cheesy, but like I have a rape fetish that everyone knows about because I talk about it all the time. And you said you and told you me this mommy thing and then you were like any guy who says he doesn't have that is lying uh -huh, and i was uh -huh. like what and then i just thought about it so much after that and realized i am born for that role and now that i these young first of all i just love the idea because when before you turn 40 right so your whole life as a woman you are programmed to believe that when you turn 40, that's it. Your you're unfuckable. Your last fuckable Your last day. fuckable day. Like how much, like I spent time like actually stressing over this idea. And then now I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe the dude's my age, but these hot ass 25 year olds are like 40 year old women. Cause I don't want to be in a relationship with them. That's a great I know thing. exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. I have no problem being like, here's exactly what I want. And fuck yes, I'll play and, your mommy. And, and what I want is to cancel on you last minute. <laughs> <laughs> and never I'm actually totally, have sex with you. I'm totally going to quit doing that too. <laughs> so, uh, so soon, one day. So I have a little bit. And so... Uh, right, what have you done? Have you done... Have you been a mommy yet? I have been a mommy. Yeah. And it's my favorite. 
thing. <gasps> it's so great. And so this is me. This is how I am. I have worked this new experience into every conversation. I make some people uncomfortable. Then I wrote a bit about it and did a house party show in LA, which was just... 20 20 somethings right uh-huh. and so i i tell the i say that you know the thing about programming and that you're you're meant to be, you're led to believe that at 40 it's over okay and then you get on tinder and find out that you actually get to fuck all these hot 25 year olds that secretly wish they're your mommy and the thing or you're their mommy or secretly wish they could fuck their moms and then the whole room the reaction it, from the dudes were all like <laughs> and the reaction from the women were like what? <laughs> because when I was in my 20s, I thought I was the shit, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, and I, I thought I had, that's the thing you have over the older women. You know, they have the credit, the good credit, and the money to actually do things and uh. the self-confidence. But like, I'm young and hot, but like, I never had that because uh-huh. I had my first kid at 17. So I've been covered in stretch marks since, <laughs> uh, and my boobs have been wrecked. So like it's always and then I didn't have teeth in my 20s. So it's always <laughs> been uh, for me uh, like uh, I love that that's your third thing. That's yeah. your third thing on the list. <laughs> well, that's like because I've struggled with weight my whole life. And it's funny that like when I talk freely about my weight issues and women are like, you're beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I, you, what, you think I have so, you think I have body image issues because I'm overweight? I didn't have fucking teeth in my 20s. You know how how badass your personality has to be <laughs> to steal people's boyfriends without fucking teeth? I did it. I certainly <laughs> did it. But yeah, I don't have fucking... Because my fucking... Because <laughs> my legs are big? Who gives a fuck, dude? I, do, so you anyway. remember, do you remember Amy Poehler's character... Oh shit! What was her name? Where she just had one leg? No, I don't watch TV, but I. uh... She that that's exactly who I I picture you as, because they always had her as like a contestant on The Bachelor, and uh, she was just this gross, nasty, just like awful, just just oh that's funny, filthy vulgar person who only had one leg, and she would never stop talking about it, and she would just like she was just so confident on like so like you know she'd be on this on The Bachelor like and they're doing the rose ceremony and all these beautiful women and like and then she would come hopping out <laughs> and she'd be like uh i've got a lifetime supply of doritos <laughs> i got one leg <laughs> and i that you just like like <laughs> it always ended with her like fart making fart noises as she was hopping around and she was like and she would win. And she would win. I would, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, I loved. I loved nothing more than hot chicks trying to process the paradigm shift of uh, losing their boyfriend what? to a chick with no teeth. That's how I feel after uh, shows when an unfunny guy is getting flirted with, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? I was clearly funnier, and uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, I've, I've been on the other end. Yeah. I wanna, well, that's the thing, though, is I am funny. I know. And I'm, I, well, that, that's and that's why I felt like I don't know. OK, yeah. so anyway, so then I get to 40 and I'm like, OK, well, I'm not all of a sudden now going to be self-conscious about something, you know, who gives a fuck. And so then after I kind of process this, uh, I then I find for out a little while I was yeah. I had like a six month long 
Uh, also, I t- it took me I, because it was weird I'm for because you. I'm I remember heavier. you texting me about it and being like, uh, "I've never cared about age, but now suddenly, like you're like you're." Just, it got in I my think, head. I think it was the fact that you were moving to L.A. Was I was fun. moving to L.A. I didn't start to age. My face didn't start to age until this year. So I think because I'm this really? is this is where the scales balance out between skinny chicks and not skinny chicks because when you're not skinny, your face stays full longer. And so skinny chicks age quicker. So I did my face. If you look at pictures of my face, it actually got better through most of my 30s. And then I have just kind of maintained a normal weight for the first time in my life. And so my face just started to really uh, to really age, which is just weird to your face just looks different. It's kind of weird to like wrap your mind around. But also we were uh, we've been doing that video. I've been using that video polo app, which is not. May, I do not like the way it makes my face look at all. I do not have the facial features for a front facing camera. But anyway, <laughs> so then I get on Tinder and I'm like super careful on Tinder that the pictures are like accurate. You know what I mean? I don't understand someone that wants to look hot on the internet. So then people are disappointed when they see you in person. And I get so, I just go on Tinder to swipe sometimes because it's just fulfilling just be- to have every single swipe be a match. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just about to, I almost said be careful because you'll start getting really sad but then I realized you know you won't it's just me that gets sad I'm Tinder. sure that that's I just because I'm a woman I swipe right all night long and just it's bad I need to take it off my phone because I, I feel like it's bad for my self esteem like most of the women I sleep with are women that meet me in person yeah and I think I, I probably look better in person than I do online I love Tinder in that it's internet speed dating before you actually have to meet the person in person I love that yeah I don't know. So you and I are both. I'm like, you're the only person in the world who I could teach about Tinder. You're the Because <laughs> right. I, 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 you were the last person to get on it, and I'm the second to last. And everyone seems to shit on it all the time, and you and I love it. it I love it. It is fascinating. I love efficiency. We talk about it constantly. And I just I love how efficient Tinder is. Exactly. I, I love that you're just like, I'll look for this. I'm not going to, I've had some dudes just be like, do you want to fuck right now? And it's like, no. Oh, so I, I wanted to ask you this back in part one about like how, so I never send uh, a picture of my penis until like I am for certain, which usually means like she has to, she sends me a picture of her naked and then I'll send her a picture because I don't want to be the guy that is sending, but it sounds like I'm waiting too long. Everything you sent. Make it sounds like you flirt a little bit and dude sends you a dick right away. No, 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 no. It like we have to be like uh, sexting or something. Uh, for, otherwise, I, why do I want to just look at your dick? It's not okay. like. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I. All right. So that's when it has escalated. To so you don't want to look Snapchat. at people's dicks. No, just not because just randomly I was, look at their In the dicks. beginning, I thought like, all right, women. Because I still had all this programming. Women don't like sex. Women don't like dicks. Women don't like giving head is what I thought. And I feel like women would try to like suck my dick and I'd be like, oh, you don't have it's fine. You know, right. But that's just because my ex hated it. And I thought that like, I don't know, in my mind, growing up to be a nice young man in 28, I was like, that's sexist. Just blowjobs are sexist. That's a way of keeping women down and they don't really like and then I like had to be convinced by women. They were like, please let me suck your dick. 
I want to. It's it's fun for me. And I'm like, what? And then they're, and I'm like, you like looking at these weird things? You like getting pictures of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like and, to watch guys jerk off. So that's, I don't know if that's a thing for other, uh, I'd way rather watch a guy jerk off than watch a porn. Well, that is, that counts as a porn. That's, uh, but I get what you mean. A guy that I'm interacting with. Okay. I'm not just yeah. going to Google dudes uh, <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> But if I know you and you set like and I, and we talk like that and you send me a video of you jerking, fuck yes. Okay. So, All uh, right. so if I'm sexting with someone on Snapchat and he I sends think me, that that's a, such a weird, a weird. It's just I feel so. Uh, I I don't. <laughs> I, wish you could I would never. I'm just motion. doing this hand motion right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like this doesn't seem attractive. Like I, would I don't never, know that I other women are into that. To send a video, it, other people, and I'm like, uh, 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 yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. So that's not what you're looking for. Okay, all right. Just I'm, I have Note so to self, many questions. Never ask for, uh, okay, so I don't know if that's a thing. Um, so we, uh, I just did this BDSM test, right? Which I did, and then my roommate did as yeah. well, and we and we compared. So I, um, I like to have sex in public. I like to almost get caught. Getting caught would be the hottest thing ever. Uh, I well, like to watch people have sex. Nobody's ever going to do anything. That's the thing that's annoying about nobody wanting to fuck in public. Because like I have offered Tinder dudes, like if you want to come fuck me in a in a crowded parking lot right now, let's go. And they're just like, oh, I want to take you to a bed and lick it. Oh, fucking fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> Yuck! Quit being such a little fucking bitch, dude. I want to get railed in a parking lot of a <gasps> fucking Vaughn's <gasps> grocery <gasps> store. I feel so bad because I'm the night I'm the boy in uh all right maybe this is why I haven't found a Tinder mommy yet I need to be more because I I think I'm good to like I need to impress her with how romantic I am I'm like let me let me this is where I don't know if they're saying it because it's what they want or what they think I want or what but I am not I don't want romance I don't want sweet love making I don't want I want bad i want to be bad so i like to i like to fuck in public and get caught i don't come ever with anyone else i did with my husband that was it he was the only person ever the 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 last husband your late your, your latest husband yeah um you said the sex was great with your first husband but you never came i never came hmm. and so but by myself i only come to the thought of uh someone i know like if i like someone them fucking someone else if i had my way i so would you're just... masturbating you you picture someone you know yeah fucking someone else that you know or just a uh faceless... just has to be like a believable scenario in which so like with the whole time i was married it was my husband fucking other women huh okay and uh it's like that has to be the object of my affections whoever i'm currently uh you want to get cucked yeah yeah. We were just talking about this at P.F. Chanks. Uh, yeah. That uh, that the that the alt right stole this word. This <laughs> because word, it's actually this really beautiful. Yeah, I was a cuck before it was cool. <laughs> um, but for me, it's not. I used to think because I got cheated on so bad in that first marriage. So I I thought oh. like 
I had that fetish and then I had the rape fetish and I got, you know, I got sexually abused as a kid. So I thought like, oh, I must just create all of the pain in my life. I must turn it into a fetish. But um, I just think I like the idea of the person uh, I'm attracted to just getting off in any way. So I think that's why I like to watch them jerk off also getting themselves off. Uh, I... I started I watching. How many Mormons are going to listen to this super graphic fucking podcast? Mormons are ex Mormons are going to listen. They're, no Mormons going to make it past that first picture <laughs> of a missionary shooting up meth. I feel like we're pretty open about what the yeah. what it's going to be. But uh, I started anyway. My B. I'll just do my BDSM things. Were uh like. The top, they, they were like all tied for 100% was uh, age play. Uh, what? So. Was, uh, and then like, then was da- being daddy was number one. And then like being a child was like the next <laughs> 100%. And then like sw- switch was with the other thing, which yeah. just meant that I could, I can go back and forth yeah, or whatever. Yeah, from dominant to submissive. And uh, uh, I was like, yeah, that's definitely what I'm into right now anyway. Yeah. I, I feel like, so I. When I started, like I don't know, just like the last year, and hooking up more, I was hooking up with younger, with younger girls a lot, just like in their early twenties, and I just felt super gross about it. But I, like all the women my age wanted to settle down with me, and I didn't want that, so I, was, right. I started going younger. And but I just felt so gross and dirty. Like I'm the like I feel like there was a point in my life where I absolutely would have hated a 30, 31 year old that was banging. Uh, 21 year olds I'd be like you're, you're fucking gross Like it's on your own age Right I felt weird about it Until I I told this Girl She We were having sex And she said Oh Aaron And I just said Call me daddy And she She came So Immediately She screamed out Daddy And just And just came so hard And I was like Oh fuck of course, they are. Yeah, yeah, that's why they're sleep. You're not gross, man. Like they are into the fact that you're older. Yeah, that's why they're having sex with you. They were having sex with you because you are older. You don't need to be embarrassed about that. So yeah. embrace it. So I started embracing it, and uh, my life got a lot better. And then after that, it's like when right. So the woman that I called mommy that you thought was gross, she was not. She was actually younger than me. She was in her twenties. She's just oh. you know had uh, kids. Uh, because everyone in Utah has. Yeah. And, uh, but like that was, I don't know. So first I, first I, I started playing on with like that, that end of the age play, right? Like where I'm like the older one and I'm in charge, but like, I still want to, I want to find that Tinder mommy still. <laughs> like, uh, I want to, I want to do that. So when I was young, that's what I was into was older dudes. Uh yeah, so maybe I need to. And then now that I'm older, it's the yeah, other. Younger. Yeah, I also just like the idea of turning that. Well, because I remember like dudes in their twenties all had stories about. I think because you, f- when you fuck an older woman as a young man, you learn how to be good in bed for the younger women. And I think that this is a natural right of passage because the f- the forty year old woman's going to teach you all kinds of oh, stuff. Yeah. That um, and I remember younger dudes talking about that. You know, most younger dudes had a story about. This is the thing I don't like, though. Think about how 
bro- how common the term MILF has become. Yeah. Like, like I feel like MILF started what like in a, with like American Pie. It was like the yeah. first time that like on a national level uh, was a uh, was a uh, Stifler Stifler's mom. I didn't watch it. I but don't yeah. know. And then like there was a song that when I was like I can't remember how old I was, but it was called Stacy's Mom. Yeah. Fountains of Wayne. Yeah. You know, there's all this. Uh, I feel like from from the time I was uh, hitting puberty, I've had messages about like sleep with your mom. Yeah. You know you want to. Yeah. Well, I think it's your friend's mom. So there's a dude I was talking to on Tinder that has no, all these yours. stories. It's no. your mom. <laughs> uh, there was this dude on Tinder that I was talking to that had all these super hot stories about fucking all his friends' moms, mm. and that was pretty, pretty sweet. <laughs> So this is the thing I don't like is they all want to talk about it. Like, what is it? And I don't know what they want me to say. Uh, so they're like, what What do you like about younger dudes? Or I hope it's okay that I'm 25. It's like, yeah, no shit, dude. That's why I swiped right. <laughs> like, And then they just, some of them make a, like such a big deal of it that if they've talked about it too much, I'm like, I just want to. They're clearly on. nervous about it. This is is like that their, what it is? That seems like someone is their first time who's like, who's like dipping their toes into that this. they heard into this, this was cool. Uh, yeah. And they're like, uh, yeah, what, what do you, that sounds like when I was like on AOL, like sex chats after school yeah. and I, uh was pretending to know more about sex than I did, which was nothing. Oh my God. Just at one time I remember, oh, this is such a weird memory to have. I pretended to be a girl in a, in like an AIM chat, you know, and they send you like ASL. Yeah. And I, I pretended to be a girl cause I think I was like in a lesbian chat room or something. And then someone who was probably definitely an older dude uh, <laughs> also pretending to be a girl was talking to me about uh, like things to masturbate with. And I have no concept of the female anatomy uh, at like I'm like in seventh grade or something. I have no idea. And he's uh, and I, I'm just going to call him he because I'm certain <laughs> it was a he. he was like, so what do you ever what's the weirdest thing you ever stuck in your pussy? And I was like, uh, uh, and I'm like looking around the house and I said, a shoe. <laughs> There were there was just shoes like on a, in a shoe rack up against the wall. That I could see. Man, that is not good for the pH. <laughs> shoe, <laughs> what? Um, and now this thirty year old dude is like, oh, god damn it, it's another it's another boy <laughs> <laughs> trying. To- I've never told that story to anyone. You should. Uh, a shoe. <laughs> Just visually, what that text looks like is fantastic. Did you use a period? A shoe period? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Fuck. Probably not. Oh, shit. <laughs> was the least erotic thing you could... Oh, fuck. Um, so... 
internet. So web TV, I got my first web TV, which was like you had the internet on your television, but it was just like HTML, like just text, like green text on a screen. And uh, but like computers were super expensive mm-hmm. still. And so we, uh, I somehow immediately, I'm a Christian. I'm like just coming out of Christianity, kind of, and the, like my marriage is. This is right before I moved to Delaware to get away. And so, someone shows me Bianca Smut Shack was the name of this. Like it was this site that had several chat rooms, and I immediately fell in love with the internet. This is before Google, anything like that. Just immediately fell in love with the idea of never being alone, never being lonely, always having someone to talk to, and I joined this group. And you would pick like your handle and the color and the font that you wanted. And I was giggles. And uh, I know. And I was way younger than everyone. So I'm like, shut up. You have all these words that you can't. If a guy uses a word with you, you send me a screenshot of it. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, I'm done. And it was just like the word intimate. (laughs) That was the guy. When you wanted him to fuck you in the car. And he was like, I thought our first time could be more intimate. You were like, unmatch. And then, uh, and you're like, hey, what's another word? Yum. You don't like the word yum. Gross. <laughs> Yummy. Deli- okay, so here's uh, here's anyway, a anyway, I just want to say giggles. Giggles. I was fucking all- nineteen. I was fucking. Just to know you'd be so defensive over yeah. your. Yeah. Well, your so web it was originally TV. giggles, but then my husband got super jealous. Uh, first husband got super jealous because I was obsessed. I know this would be surprising to anyone that's ever seen my internet presence, but uh, I was, I wasn't eating or sleeping. I was staying up all night, just like cracked out on the web TV. Like no one was allowed this to watch television. Our child hadn't been bathed in like four days, and as, I was just as someone who knows how much time you spend on uh, on your phone on the internet. It's so funny to and like especially because. You are a, a former drug addict. Just like the thing about like you getting your first hit of the yeah. internet. Yeah. Like I could rewrite your entire meth bit, but about like, uh, so that this guy installed web, uh, yeah. web TV in my house and the back of my head caught on fire. And <laughs> then I gave up my career in standup to pursue the internet full time. Well, that's actually somewhat accurate. So then I know. Okay. So then he gets on web TV when I'm not home signs in as me and just says horrible shit to everyone that I had just made friends with. So they all hated me when I came back. Did you, is there a record? I cried. Well, like when you got back, could you see the message? Yeah. So you could go back and look. And so I tried. All right. So I thought maybe for a second you were just conversation was archived. Okay. So, uh, I come back, no one likes me and I'd only been in there. And so I think everyone else was in probably like 30 and I was like 19 or 20. And so I try to like reestablish myself, but you know, the internet is like this. And this is really when I learned how to be, be cool was right around this age. And so before that, my whole life, I just was not cool ever. And so, um, Jackie Holly taught me how to be cool in fifth grade. Oh, nice for you. So then I, um, Okay, so then I change it to bubbles. Ew, how did you get worse than giggles? <laughs> this is just, you were five back then. You were 10. So it was just a different age. These were cool names back then. So then, anyway, so I everyone loves me. I've rebuilt, right? 
And then I like this guy in there and we are talking and uh, it starts to lead to cyber sex, right? Nice. And I completely freak out because as kinked out and as uh, wild and, and dark as I am about sex, uh, the words, I didn't say come until January of last year. I never said the word. Uh, you said come so many times today. I know. It's, I throw it around like crazy now. I never said it. I never said pussy unless I was talking about a weak man. I know it all grossed me out. And so I just never said any of those words. And I just learned last year how to talk about sex like a normal, like everyone else does. So anyway, he starts getting ready. Like it starts winding up to where he's talking about taking my clothes off. It's so weird because I Isn't feel that... the same way. Like that it was like a year ago that I started talking about sex and like learning all the words. But it just... We had very, I feel like, different reasons for. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked, but like as much sex and stuff as you had that you wouldn't talk about. It. I talked about sex. I didn't use. So when you I just said like wee wee and who? No, I just yeah, I did when I was younger. Like with my first marriage, we had weird words for everything, <gasps> sexual, and then. I don't know if that's where I picked it up. Like there was a weird shame with words like that. So I would, if I was sexting, it would be all this setup about like the psychological place and the desire and the forbidden whatever. And it would be like well-written, but it would have no cock come any, anything like that. It's real classy broad. Yeah. Uh, it's all out the window now. Uh, well, I'm still working on it. Uh, I definitely say come a lot now, but okay. So then, but I, I would just say orgasm. Or get off. I would never say. Anyway. So he starts like. This was such a fucking wild moment in my development. So he starts talking about taking my clothes off or whatever. And I'm super turned on having okay. this experience right now with this dude. But then I completely chicken out. And I'm like I have to go. But I stay in the room. And this chick Jane. I still remember her fucking name. Comes in and was like. She was always kind of took shots at how young I was. And was like, uh, seems like the little girl couldn't hang. Do you want me to finish you off? And then those two just cybered in front of me, like not knowing that I was still there. And I just remember just watching and being like, so turned on. And so just like, I, I want to be a part of this world. I don't know how to do this though. Like, how does she know exactly what to say? Like, and then they just cyber fucked in front of me while I just stared at the screen and my whole body was vibrating and I still think about that all the time. What I was like, so I'd fucked a bunch of people by that point. And I was like, fucked, you know, before I got married, I had, I went through a phase of like seducing grown men, adult men when I was a teenager, you know, mm -hmm. I was very broken. So like when I was a like babysitting, uh, I used to fuck my neighbor. I would babysit for them and then pretend to be a couch, uh, sleep on the couch and then when they would uh, come home and she would go to bed, I would uh, seduce her husband. I mean, I seduced him once, right? And then after that, like, obviously he knew what he was. That is Holy when shit. that man, yeah, I was 15, he was 24. And I fucked many grown men when I was 15, 16 years old. That man told me, I, every woman has gotten hemmed up with a, with a married man at some point. Most women have like fallen oh, for okay, a married okay. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude, I never have because this dude told me at one point I said, are you thinking you're going to leave your wife for me? And he was like, no, no, no. If I left my wife for you and married you, I would just have to get another you. 
And I was like, oh, okay, that's how that works. And so I just have never, I've always seen men who cheat crystal clear as far as. Uh, You're never going to think that they're falling. Think for that they're you. falling. Yeah. For me, or like I've never. So anyway, I went through, uh, that was my favorite. That's an instance where uh, I would be completely comfortable in that sexual experience. I wouldn't cry or try to get out of it because it was wrong and I knew it was wrong and I liked the idea that they were having this like so inner... Hey, you, when you cried, you cried when you were having like Regular straight up sex, straight up sex with, with someone who my likes age. you and yeah. you like them. Yeah. Uh, huh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sex for me my entire life was about uh, your wife. Was yeah, about your uh, was about your your loved one was about expressing uh, intimacy and love, <laughs> and I am only just recently like viewing it as as just a fun physical experience. I it, it used to just be the ultimate expression of love. The uh, I have a physical reaction every time you say that i, I yeah uh, like a not a positive one I to know. say <laughs> you just did the throw up noise on the mic <laughs> i heard it uh, uh and i take offense to it it's a very <laughs> listen i don't think that it's correct anymore but i i well i just don't think it's only that i think sex when i was married sex with my wife I don't know. I I feel like I just talked about how bad it was and stuff. And I'm I of course generalizing, joking. There were times when uh, it was amazing. I mean, we never did anything fun. I don't think. Right. But we just there. Uh, there are times when I mean, oh, I felt so close to her, and there are a lot of times where I like I wanted to have sex a lot because I was horny, sure. But there were other times where I wanted to have sex because that like i'm just like a physical person and right I'm like that's that's my love language or whatever and i'm like i want to express like that i love you or i want to feel loved right now like i want to feel like you love me uh so let's have sex right, right. Uh, was it a week ago that we read that new york times article yeah that really opened a lot of things up for me it was about is about hooking up and there's this it was like this first person story uh a woman's writing it about she wanted to have a hookup and the guy just comes to hook up and then they like you know they start to like each other and he says all these like super sweet things to her about like you're the woman of my dreams and oh my god you're just so perfect he spends the whole day, like next day with her just in her room and stuff and and then is like uh and she's like we you know are you, am i gonna see you again and he's like absolutely baby i would never let someone like you get away or whatever and then he never calls her again right never ever sees her again Which she, she wasn't even fucking looking for that wasn't. in the first place and then you have to do this it's it's like some type of like energy vampirism yeah well don't make me feel too bad about it because i, I feel like i real like what i what i realized is like i think i was doing a lot of that when i first uh was sleeping around and i uh didn't know that that's what I was doing though. But I just, I think that I, for so long, sex had only meant love that it was hard to separate the two. And it took me a, a while to like be able to have sex with someone without pretending like I love them. Were you pretending though? Or were you just caught up in that experience in the moment? I think it's 
the second one i feel i feel like i mean like there's a part of me that really likes that that i want i want like i i want to hook up but like does it i mean i don't want to hook up the way you hook up with uh that dude in phoenix where i'm like well actually now i kind of do that's <laughs> like all right we're talking Aaron has gone over, we should have started this podcast two years ago, and like you would have seen this progression. Right now, I feel like uh, Aaron's in this confusing spot where he's everything and nothing. But no, for at least for a really long time, the kind of hookups that I wanted were like, like let's be sweet to each other. Let's look, can we have some conversation? Can we have pillow talk? I'm here for pillow talk. I love pillow talk. This is great. I love, like, do you want to play with my hair afterwards as we fall asleep? Absolutely. I want to play with yours. Like, let, I want to do all this cutesy stuff. And I also would, I don't know, I like the idea of sexual friendship that you talked about uh, on the last episode, right? Where, like, I want to have, I don't know, it's just easier for me when I have some sort of relationship with a person to then yeah. have sex with them. Yeah. I, it's, as hard as it is for me to come, like, and it just, like, I don't if I know someone, if I have a relationship with that person, it is easier for me to, I have better sex with them. So I do want to create this, this moment or whatever. Right. And I think now I'm much better at it. Like, and I get what I want and I'm open and honest about it. But I think what that article made me feel was just a sort of a responsibility for like, I don't know, early hookups that I had where I feel like, Cause I, and I, and I talked to you and I talked to other people about it where I'd complain to my friends where I'm like, I explained to these girls, I just want to hook up. They say they just want to hook up. And then the next thing I know, they're in love with me and they just want, they just think that we're going to, we're going to be together. And I'm like, whatever gave you this idea. Right. And I just feel like I thought like all girls are lying when they say that they just want to hook up. They're all looking for a boyfriend, but and maybe some of them were, so maybe some yeah. of them was, were lying to themselves, but I am positive. I probably tricked someone like that. Yeah. Where like, I just said, this, like, I said the wrong romantic things hookup. and then they, yeah. Yeah. Because you're I, saying one thing with your words, but then all of your actions, you're are and especially with okay, because you you're still processing this. Uh, you were still processing this divorce. You were still mm -hmm. in pain from this divorce. So you might be saying, "I don't want this," but then all of your actions seem like you're in love. And so then it's like, okay, well, he's just afraid. He's afraid uh, of love. I am. I yeah. am absolutely afraid of love. I just, I really do feel bad, but it's just the way that, like, I was taught what love was. Yeah. And I am still trying to figure out what I think love is, you know, but I... Don't get too far into love, because we're going to record... You want to do a different thing about we're love? We're going to do a different you thing about about, about relationships and mm -hmm. stuff? Oh, okay. All right. Um, that might air before right. this one. Well, then I'll talk then more about sex. The first... The first girl that, and this is another one of those, like, ah, I hate to tell this. I've told parts of this story before, but the part I'm going to tell, I don't tell because it just makes me look so pathetic and I'm so embarrassed by it. But the, uh, the first woman that I ever had sex with after my wife left was the second woman I ever had sex with in my entire life. Right. And, uh, uh, I met her on Tinder. She still has never unmatched me on Tinder, but I have sent her a couple messages since yeah. and she's never, ever written back because after our, we, we had sex twice and she was just like, I want to do this again with you. But like, she was like, just don't hit me up too soon. Okay. She was very callous, which thank God she was because I, 
I must have freaked her the hell out. First of all, she was only 22 years old. She was, she's way younger than me. Yeah. Way more sexually experienced than me, though. And uh, after, I mean, the, the sex itself was amazing. Just amazing sex. And she came over and we got right to it. Just like I invited her over to my house. She came. We sat on. And I just was like very upfront because I'm an upfront person. And I was just like, I just I uh, want to make out with you and maybe have sex with you. And she was like, all right, great. So we were on the couch, start making out. And then I like just grab her and like pick her up and put her on top of me. Like while we're still kissing. Right. And uh she, and she was such a good kisser. She was so hot, Jessa. I want to have sex with her again so bad and show her how much better I am now and how, much, <laughs> how, how I won't be pathetic anymore. Like, I won't. So, like, so the. So, but right now, sex is still amazing. She was teeny tiny. She was so tiny. And so I just, like, stood up and I, and like, while holding her, you know, like, mm-hmm. her ass is in my hands. And I walk and I just, like, slam her up against this wall. And she wraps her legs around my body so tight. And then I grab her shirt and I rip. She was like, have this button up shirt. Yeah. And I rip it open. And we're this still is just, your second time. This, this is, is your se- first time fucking after vanilla sex. Yes. And you this, are like a scene yeah. out of a hot ass movie. I know. I know. Don't worry. It gets worse. Uh <laughs> But like that's why I I wrote a joke about like uh like I open it up by saying like I had sex for the second time ever and people are like feel a little weird for me and I'm like it was amazing yeah. and I just talk about how like I re- we she fulfilled every sexual fantasy that I ever had and that's an absolutely true story she did but it's because I don't even think I really had I didn't know what sexual fantasies were like any everything that we did that night was was fucking amazing she. She told me to do her from behind, and I had never, ever in my life done doggy style. Jessa, I had never done doggy style. I tried to get my ex to do it several times, and she was just like, I don't think this is possible. I don't think it works like this. It just <laughs> oh kind of hurts. God. It doesn't, I don't know really sure how to, and I, and I never pushed the issue, you know, even though I'm like, uh, I, I've feel, seen. I feel, I feel like I know for a fact that this is possible, <laughs> but I can't tell her that because then that's going to make her feel bad. And, all right. So, okay. But anyway, so this girl's like, do me from behind. And she was also just loud and vocal, and that really turns me on. She was just screaming the whole time, and I it just oh it just turned me on so much. And she was just so teeny tiny, I could uh, I just had my way with her, and it was awesome, great. Then we have post sex pillow talk, and this is where I fuck up what could have just been like a long lasting. She could have taught me so much about sex. <laughs> we could have had so much fun together. And instead I start like acting like I'm in love with her. Oh like I God. just, I can't help myself. I hear the words that I'm saying and I can't help myself. I'm like, uh, wow, you're just so, Oh, I love this tattoo that you have. And I'm just like touching her arm and stuff. And I'm just like, Oh my God, you're so great. She's not great. She's 22 years old. She's an <laughs> awful person. She's terrible. And I like, I know that she's, she's said, things where I'm wait like, she's not awful because she's 22 she's just you're listing off uh oh uh, you're trying to protect me help me still get that 22 year old <laughs> puss thanks jess <laughs> good looking out <laughs> good looking out yeah yeah 22 year olds are great they're all i would never make a sweeping generalization like all 22 year olds are useless bags of shit that only think about themselves but uh <laughs> <laughs> It was just her. Uh, <laughs> if only, 
If only Tori from Tinder could see that, Aaron, right? Yeah. She wouldn't want to have sex with me again. She knows now. Have that you it, tried writing her and being like, dude, I'm a scumbag now? I haven't. One time I, I wrote, I want to slap your ass raw. <laughs> <laughs> because she was in. So she's also. So the second time we had sex, we had sex that she first time. She gave you a shot after you fell in love in the bed. Yeah, but then it got even worse. Like, because then, like, I felt like we had to have a date first. And, like, we went out and spent, like, way too much time together. And she was just, like, mean to me. And I was, like, too sensitive to handle it. And then she just, like, wanted, she wanted, she's, she's a hot, she's a hot 22 year old girl who is used to just getting shit for free from guys to, and then fucking them. And I am a pretty, a stubborn cheap cheap individual <laughs> where i'm like the fuck i'm paying for your food you <laughs> but this is luckily she met me early on when i was dumb and i was like oh but i just i just was like anyway it doesn't matter i was mad that I, how much money i spent on this girl uh but this she before we have sex a second time we like had a conversation where we like talked about how awkward I had made things. And like once we got that out in the open yeah. and then we were like, and I was like, all right, good. All right. Thank. I just needed a reminder just to fuck. Let's go fucking let's have fun. She's like, great. Will you hit me? And I was like, hit you. <laughs> like how? Like what? <laughs> she was like, just kind of hit me. I'm like, where? She's like, whatever you want. And I was like, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, I, uh, I did hit her a little bit. Uh, like just like in her face like one time or twice but i mostly just spanked her because that's all i was comfortable doing at yeah. that, that point in time uh but this is the first time anyone had ever asked me to do that and uh i mean now i'm really into it i love it yeah and it really like woke stuff up in me and i i slapped her ass so hard so many times she had like raised what like, handprints handprints just like full you could see all five of my fingers just like bright pink and like raised like on her skinny sexy little ass and uh she was like embarrassed by how much she liked it like and she 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 loved it so much and she was like she didn't want me to see because she was like you're gonna she's like i've been here i've done this before you're gonna feel bad about how hard you hit me and i don't want you to because i loved Love it, it and stuff and so that's why I, I was like i know how i'll get her back <laughs> <laughs> i want to slap your ass raw no response but um we yeah i just i just tried to like date this girl immediately who i didn't want to date she was though i don't know strong enough smart enough she knew who she was she was like grossed out by the by the dumb shit that i was pulling unfortunately yeah. the next women that i f i found after her uh, weren't prepared for my sweet, charming pillow talk, and I think I fucked some people up because I just feel like it's. I feel like we, pe we humans, fuck e up, fuck each other up. That's yeah. like the whole. Well, I, we that's the whole point that. of life. Yeah, yeah, that's how we learn. I try not to feel too. So there are instances where I'm like, I really don't feel that bad about this. This is just how life is. But there are just like a few women where I, I, I do feel pretty bad. Where I'm like. Ugh. I want to say sorry. I don't know. I just feel dumb for what I did. I just didn't know what I was saying. I was just yeah. was being stupid. Anyway, Tori, if you're listening, I'm much better. <laughs> I'm I much better at sex now. Uh, do we have time to tell my threesome story? Yeah. Uh, if it's seven minutes long. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I've I've had one threesome. 
and uh, I like it. I want more. I, I want love more. Gr- yeah. I just there's. I don't think I ever have enough to do during sex. Like I'm always trying to like use. I've got I've got two hands. I've got I've got a mouth. I've got like I've got a huge dick. I got a big dick. I want to use it all at once. And the idea of having a second person there, but where like my hands can be working on one thing or do it like just the fact that I can watch two people like I can I can. I can be pleasing someone while watching that someone please someone else. Yeah. There's so much that's hot about this. Yeah. Uh, And. What about you and another dude and a chick? I would do that. Hell yeah. I would absolutely do that. I think that. uh, Well, first of all. Two straight dudes and a a girl. You guys know you don't have to fuck each other. Right. I feel like everyone's like. When I when I would like talk on stage or something about this threesome, they're like, "What kind of the good kind or the bad kind?" Shut the fuck up. Okay, There's- here's my issue. If you are so far, uh, like I don't want my balls rubbing up. This just means you're bad at sex. Like the more, uh, the harder a man's lines are on stuff like that. Like the more critical a man is of women's bodies, he's bad at fucking. And the 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 if you're not a little bit a little bit like open to the idea of um another man typically not that not that good in bed hmm i uh but i think dudes like by dudes i think it's hot as fuck yeah well so i feel like i could have depending on the other dude so like if i'm not really into another dude because i feel like i'm not attracted to many men but like Michael B. Jordan, absolutely, uh, I'm attracted to. Like, I feel like there's very few men that I'm really like. So if I feel like if I wasn't attracted to the other dude, it's just still really hot to watch uh, a girl get rammed by two dudes at the same time. Like, it's just, that's still really hot. It's hot to watch them two go at it. Like, it's hot to be a part of it. But I do think if there was like a guy that like I was like okay I could kiss this guy I could experiment see where where my lines are yeah because I'm like I don't think I feel like I could do almost anything it's just that I I like I can imagine like I'm just saying it's not impossible I can imagine a scenario in which I'm like all right suck my dick or I can imagine an area, a scenario in which I suck his dick I can yeah. ima- I can imagine this I'm not saying it's like I'm not saying it's like super I don't know. Because all right, so I had a chance recently for another threesome. It was a it was a couple. They were like it was a dude that I kind of knew, and he had a Tinder date, and she was flirting with me. But then he was flirting with me, yeah. And they were like starting to do it together, and they were and I was like, and we like talked pretty. We didn't come right out and say it, but it was very clear. And I was like, oh hell yes, this is gonna be hot. And then that dude uh, burped in the ear. <laughs> Of the of the doorman at the next bar, and I was like, "I'm out. There's no way. That's there's neat. no way. Like, I just so gross. He he went right. Like the guy was checking our IDs, and first of all, we were letting him cut in line. We had been holding a spot in line, getting into this bar, and there was all these people behind us who were so mad that that him and her were coming in late, uh, and he just like." The guy's checking our IDs and he slips in behind the dude and goes in, like into right the ne- ear? into his what ear. What the fuck? And I was like, and I immediately was like, 
I was mad at him and I was apologizing to the guy. And then this drunk dude just starts like having this. He's like, what? It's, I, I did. It wasn't even like he was trying to act like it wasn't that bad. And I was like, that's filthy. That's nasty. That's disgusting. And I'm not uh, going to fuck you now. Yeah. And then I ended up just leaving them at that bar. I was like, there's no way. So I feel like, I feel like, yeah. So I know you feel that way about, about other dudes. And I, for me, for, for a woman, like there is definitely a line, uh, like, but I can put up with a lot more than you can before I'll say no to sex with a woman. Right. Uh, But then when it came to like having sex with a man, it was like, I was like, yep, done out immediately. Well, we, I just went through like four days with a chick who I was just trying to get to the date with her and she was insufferable. And if a dude was insufferable for five seconds, I would be done, but But I'm like put up with it because it was a woman Uh and I was attracted to her. Well, I thought like we're a dude. If a dude does something that grosses me out, which can be anything, it takes nothing for me to get grossed out by a dude. But, uh, this chick, I just like put up with some like really like I am someone that feels smothered very easy. I feel cornered. I feel imprisoned by people's emotions. I feel like it's, really hard for me to not feel like I'm getting caged. Mm -hmm. And so uh, if you bring emotions into a dynamic with me too early, I will feel, I will run. And so she was, uh, or if you're trying to like, if I feel like I'm being tracked or having to answer to somebody, like all of these things make me, I'm very freedom oriented. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and if you're clingy at all, like that just feels like, pressure and i don't want to do that and uh, but i was like tolerating all this stuff and exactly uh, how i am with women yeah like i don't like that stuff but i'll tolerate it yeah and then uh it just finally got the day of i was like i can't okay listen we can i can we just do a sex part three yeah okay all right we uh thanks for listening to mormon and the meth head guys if you put a mormon and a meth head together this is what they sound like So read our friends, listen to them talking to Mike.